A, Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation. Depot will pay $13 million to cover losses suffered by tens of millions of customers who had their credit card data stolen by hackers in a 2014 data breach. It'll also pay for a year and a half of identity protection services for all of those affected. On Wall Street's weak trade data coming out of China and a sharp drop in the price of oil today had investors selling out of stocks. The Dow fell 110 points. The Nasdaq was down 59 in oil, closing at $36.50 a barrel. It's not you. DirecTV, now owned by AT&T, is experiencing some outages today. Whole Foods teaming up with NRG and Solar City, installing rooftop solar panels on as many as 100 stores and distribution centers. And IHOP says it aims to raise $3.5 million today, National Pancake Day at the chain. Stop in until 7 for a free short stack. You'll be asked to make a donation to the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. CNBC. The following is a message from the Bud Light Party. Today, we're grabbing a few Bud Lights to talk about the serious issues, like renewable energy. There's solar. There's wind. What other weather can we put to work for Americans? How about rain energy? Can we harness the power of fog or thunder snow? That's a real thing. What if thunder snow energy could charge our cell phones? Figure it out, science. This message approved by the Bud Light Party. Raise one to right now. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, AB, St. Louis, Missouri. Spend 24 bucks right now at Napa, and you can get a free Napa Chase Elliott racing cap. Buy 24 bucks of oil, get a free cap. Buy 24 bucks of headlamps, get a free cap. Buy 24 bucks worth of pine tree scented air fresheners. Well, we won't ask you why you need 24 bucks worth of air fresheners. We'll just hand you a free Napa Chase Elliott racing cap. That's Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last, offer expires 331.16. KCAA. A Touch of Brass, a distributor of kitchen and bath fixtures, is seeking an internal auditor for its Chino, California office. Job duties include managing company financial documents, developing company budgets and protocols to reduce waste, and analyzing and reviewing business trends to forecast future revenues and expenses. A bachelor's degree in accounting is required. Mail resumes to HR 13832 Magnolia Avenue, Chino, California, 91710. Risco Automotive Repair Incorporated in Riverside reminds us each year over 1 million children suffer from child abuse. The pain inflicted on them stays with them their entire lives. If anyone you know needs help, call your local authorities now. This message from Risco Automotive Repair Incorporated in Riverside, celebrating decades of dedication and expertise, leaders in both business and our community. Stop in where Superman Mike and the whole gang remind us the children are our future. And that's a future worth protecting. Good afternoon. It is 3.03. Mitch and Kathy are on the way. If you're calling in right now, stand by because we will be getting to those phone calls shortly right here on KCAA. The station that leaves no listener behind. First, a look at... 
news here, international, national, and local news on KCAA 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. Donald Trump's lead over the rest of the GOP presidential field is shrinking as voters in four states cast ballots today. Today, a new Washington Post-ABC News poll shows just over a third of all likely Republican voters support the outspoken billionaire. Texas Senator Ted Cruz has 25 percent, Florida Senator Marco Rubio 18, and Ohio Governor John Kasich 33 percent. And the White House is not taking the abrupt cancellation of a meeting between President Obama and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu as a snub, but spokesman John Josh Ernest says the White House would leave would have uh, preferred being notified about the change in plans before reading about it in the papers. Never a good way to find out about stuff. The Inland Empire woman and Inland Empire woman rather has been identified as a woman who was hit by a car while jaywalking across Highway 18 in Apple Valley Sunday at about 6:40 p.m. when she was fatally hit by a car. She has been identified today as Melanie Nina Villanueva, 54, of Ontario. And an Idaho pastor with ties to inland Southern California shot six times last weekend over after overseeing a Ted Cruz campaign event, has regained consciousness and is talking with his family today. Meantime, the search continues for Kyle Odom, 30, the man suspected of shooting Pastor Tim Remington a day after Remington led the prayer at a weekend campaign rally for Republican presidential candidate Ted Cruz. Remington was born in Riverside and spent years offering ministry to substance abusers on the streets of San Bernardino County. Inland Empire weather, it is going to be sunny. few clouds out there tomorrow afternoon with a high of 76. Today we climbed up to about 68 degrees. Overnight lows going to drop down to about 42 degrees. And then after Wednesday, after tomorrow, we're going to start cooling down once again. And then by Saturday, perhaps some rain in the forecast. Checking out your drive. Not a lot going on out there. Stop and go 15 southbound between 4th Street and 10. The northbound side of the 15 is busy from the 60 to Harupa and through Upland the 210 is busy eastbound between Carnelian and Archibald Avenue and uh, the 60 east is slow and go from Reservoir to Haven. That is the very latest with news weather and traffic on the station that leaves no listener behind KCAA 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. And now it's time for the Mitch and Kathy show a brand new show about thought your thoughts the thoughts of others, but most importantly, a fun show that makes you think. A show with things that make you go, hmm. So with no further ado, no delays, no tricks, just straight ahead real people on real radio, here's the real Mitch and Kathy. We are back. We are back. We came back from a vacation, and we needed that vacation after today, we need another vacation. <laughs> mm, I'm still good. I took a nap. You didn't take a nap. I didn't but... have time to take a nap. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't really get much of a nap, but we had a great vacation. We did. It was great because we didn't do anything. Except have fun at the beautiful Viejas Casino and Resort Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Viejas. We love you guys. That was fantastic. It really was. And if, we had some luck. If, before we get to the luck, if you haven't had their 
Chinese food. Oh, man. They have some of the best orange chicken that I've ever had in my life. And you had some fantastic angel hair lo mein. We did. It was wonderful. It was fantastic. I mean, I mean we're not plugging them. It's not a commercial or anything. But, oh, my God. <laughs> no, family. We had a chance to just do nothing but relax, sleep, and have fun uh, whenever we went downstairs and wanted to try our luck. And we were lucky. Oh, man, were we lucky. We you want to tell them how lucky, lucky we were? Family. We won jackpots. That's with an S. Jackpots. You know when the guys come around with the coats and the tax forms and the thing goes off? Hadn't ever in life had that happen. Not even once. Not even once. Twice. And we had it back-to-back days. They're like, have you ever won a jackpot here at VA House? We say, yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, thank you. <laughs> we had a great time, and we won a lot of money. And so, you know, we want to go back. You know, I like the room. I like it was nice and quiet. It's up a little bit up in the mountains, and it's kind of out of the way because it's on a reservation. It's not near town. It's about 30, minute, 30 miles outside of town, actually. But it was just fantastic. It really was. Really was. They had a this big, beautiful fireplace in the middle of the room that was surrounded to- on three sides by glass, and the beds were huge. The bathroom and the bathtub. We didn't use a bathtub, but uh, we did shower uh, at least once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just fantastic. I, I really liked that orange chicken, and I really, I guess, my favorite meal was their breakfast at the cafe. The, we had the best breakfast for cafe. You know, we stay in hotels a lot because we travel a lot for our business, and we've stayed in hotels all over the world. And, you know, it's harder than you think to get scrambled eggs light to get that right. It's true. A lot of hotels will give you something that looks like a powdered egg mixture that's a little bit runny with some milk in it, and they'll say, these are your scrambled eggs. Hmm. And sometimes when you order pancakes, you don't get pancakes. You get something that tastes like pancakes, and... It's supposed to be pancakes, but at this place, it was like it's like eating at the Ritz or a five-star hotel. It was just fantastic. Their breakfast was the best. Eggs really were perfect. Was. Pancakes were perfect. They had a vegetarian omelet that was world-class. It really was. It was. And it was you know, I noticed that at casinos, the food usually is really good for a cheaper price. Yeah. Because yeah. they know people are just throwing all their money into those machines they're not going to have much left to eat, so they make sure that the food's affordable. I'm not much for Chinese food. Kathy likes Chinese food more than I do. But Mm -hmm. when I was eating this orange chicken with the rice, I really, I have to say, it's probably the best orange chicken I've ever had in life. They got that right. They They did. They did. did. If we go back there, I'll make sure I get that at least once or twice while we're there. Well, that was actually the second time that we've been there. So we had an idea what the hotel was like and uh, what the restaurants were like but we hadn't we had good success the last time we were there yeah this time we had even more success why don't you tell them what happened uh, for them all them I, I promised to tell everybody and it, it really was spectacular it really was um i have a lot of spiritual rings and one of the rings that i have is from an egyptian deity by the name of abraxas Abraxas uh, is one of the oldest of the, all the Egyptian deities, and he's one of the ones that Carl Jung spent a lot of time studying and writing about. 
Well, we had played the first day, and we didn't actually do too well. We we kind of broke even, if that. <laughs> did okay. We, we, we did all right, but not fantastic. The second day we went down, I wore my Abraxas ring. And we played a number of machines, but then we got to this Blazing Sevens machine. And I heard the voice of Abraxas in my head. And he said, what would you like? And I said, okay. I've heard enough spiritual voices, and I've heard the voices of enough different types of entities that I know that this was a new entity. I had not heard his voice before. And we were sitting at the machine, and I looked at the machine, and I said, I'd like to win this progressive jackpot. And he said, is that all? Um, he said, say, it, say this prayer, and I said it, and rubbed the ring. True story, swear to God. <laughs> so we did that, and about what, a minute later? If that. If that, a seven, a flaming seven came up, then another flaming seven came up, and a third flaming seven came up. That had never, and it came up on three coins. So when it does that, the machine just goes crazy. We had never won that before. And so we did our little Vogue dance, and we were singing and clapping, and they we took pictures. We'll, we'll post some of them later. And they came by, the guys with the jackets that are too big, and the ladies with the jackets that are too big, and they said, huh, let me check the machine. And <laughs> Might check your tailor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me check the machine. And sure enough, we had one, and they, we sat there for a minute, and I guess they were checking the security cameras and all that, and they came back and with tax forms and all that. And then um, I said, okay. And then came back with cash. That was great. That was great. That, that was, was great. That was fantastic. I've always wanted it to go ding, 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 and the blue light go off. And play the little, and song. Play the little song. And we sat there until they brought us our money. I we said, we're not but A good 10, 15 minutes. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not playing. still had money in the machine. Yeah, I'm not playing. We're not nothing. playing nothing. Until you we... give me my money. <laughs> and we, we played a little bit after that. We went back to the room and just sat there in a daze. And then uh, we had another experience that was even bigger than that. It was. It was. It had to do with your dreams. <sighs> we got a couple of minutes before the break, and we don't have, really have time to tell that story. But when we come back, I'm going to tell that story. But today's show is about reincarnation. How do you know if you've been reincarnated? How do you know what the signs are? Is reincarnation really real? And we have uh, phone lines that you can call in, 888-909-1050. And we have numbers that you can call in just to listen, uh, 832-999-1050. And after the show, all of this is going to be archived on www.kcaaexpress.com. So we're going to come back in a minute and let you know the rest of the story and um, start with our reincarnation show. Mm -hmm. We'll be back in a minute. This is Live with Mr. Cat. Hi. This is Kathy Gibson from The Mitch and Kathy Show. Have you ever wondered why things are not going right for you in your life? The desire to be happy is a large part of why we go through life each day. We want to laugh, to sing, and to feel good at the end of the day. Happiness is an art. If you wish to practice this art, you must first decide that it is something that you want. People that choose to be happy will wake up to a day filled with smiles and joy and laughter. If they are lucky, they will remember that day, focus on its high points, 
and strive to repeat it. The nine insights for a happy and successful life emerge from our own lifelong desire to help thousands of people find happiness. Happiness is a gift that we bestow upon ourselves. This book outlines two main themes that will guide you on the road to happiness. The first explores methods that will help you discover the secret inner joy that already hides within you. The second explores powerful and effective methods that will help you remove the chaos and obstacles that prevent you from feeling joy. Success and happiness travel together on the road to joy. Get your copy of Nine Insights for a Happy and Successful Life today on our website at www.tybro.com and look under the book section and listen to The Mitch and Kathy Show every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on KCAA AM Radio. See you there. The main focus of our spiritual work at Tybro is the evolution of consciousness. We perceive both astral and physical consciousness with our five senses. We see, hear, touch, taste, and smell with senses that convey information about the world to the mind. We rely on these senses for all of our information about the physical world. However, if an angel stood right next to you, most of us would never know it. The astral and physical senses can't tell you jack about the higher worlds. As a matter of fact, they attempt to convince you that anything higher than the physical world has no existence at all. Nothing could be further from the truth. The attunement to higher consciousness package is a new solution to this age-old problem. The attunements consist of 13 very specially crafted sounds. Each of these sounds work together over time to gently pull away layers of darkness that prevent us from perceiving and enjoying the higher levels of consciousness. These attunements are specially crafted to help your consciousness grow and expand. There is nothing else like them in the world. To get your attunements on a specially crafted flash drive, go to our website at www.tybro.com and look under Attunements. The Attunements to Higher Consciousness at Tybro is the most advanced consciousness attunement package available on our site. Get your copy today. back we are back and we got to finish that wonderful story you're getting ready to tell yeah it it took me a while to wrap my head around it but i'm going to tell it anyway because i'm still trying to wrap my head around it we were still kind of glowing from the first day in the jackpot that we won and it was just it, it was surreal to see them come over in those great big coats and the the forms and all that because that's just a dream come true we, we we play slots we don't do poker or anything like that but we love playing slots the next day uh, actually that night as as i was sleeping the god of braxis came to me in a dream and he had a body that looked like a combination of stars and sky no fingers toes i mean you could see those things but it was just like he had plucked himself out of the sky and walked up to me and a body that was formed out of the fabric of space itself. Mm -hmm. No clothes, no hat, no shoes, nothing. Different than DeJounte. DeJounte has a blue body that floats, and he looks, he has semi-human features, but Abraxas had no features at all. 
Hmm. And in the, in the dream, I don't think it was a dream, it was a vision, he showed me a machine. He showed me a pattern of punching the, the uh, coins into the machine. And then he showed me what would happen if I did that. He showed me a pattern of three double diamonds in a particular machine. And so I said, okay, thank you. And he said, well, you wanted a jackpot, I'm going to give you another one if you follow these instructions. And I woke up and I remembered it explicitly. And I told Kathy that I had seen Abraxas in the dream and he had showed me the pattern. Uh, and then if we play this machine, we will win the, the jackpot in the machine. Uh, and so we walked around and we played a few other machines and we passed the one that he said that we should play. And I said, that's the one. And she said, okay, we'll get to it. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> but we played a few other ones and we did okay. And then we sat down and played that one. And it was the same machine. And, you know, there was only one of those machines in the entire casino. Mm -hmm. Only one. And we looked all over the whole place. And there's only one of those machines. And there's thousands of there's, machines. There's over 2,000 machines in that place. And there was only one of that particular one. So just the odds of finding that machine. It's a very particular machine, very particular coinage, very particular way to win that jackpot. And I said, huh, if we win this, I would have gotten a communication from a god that, has give, that will give us money. And I said, okay, let's sit down. Now, part of me didn't want to sit down because I didn't want it to not work. I wanted it to work. I wanted it to be true. I didn't want it to be something I made up in my head. So we sat down and we put in the coins. And what was it, about two, three spins? It, it was Maybe a, three it spins. It was only about a minute had passed. Maybe a, less, a minute or less. The first double diamond came up. Then the second double diamond came up. And we looked at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then that last one was just spin and spin. And then the third double diamond came up. Then the machine went crazy. The guys with the two big coats came over. The women with the clothes that don't fit came over. The machine went off, and we had won a second jackpot. And we were like, what? Then we did our Vogue dance, and we were happy, and you know, the children came out. They were singing and praying. <laughs> we were also going, hey, can we do a hat trick, Braxis? Do you think we can do a hat trick? And we won a second jackpot <laughs> on the exact machine in the exact sequence, the way that he showed me. Probably so, get a knock on the door in about 15 minutes. And the, the entire thing happened the way it happened in the dream, but it showed me that the gods are real, and we have had Abraxas on our altar for at least a couple of years. Mm -hmm. But we had never, I'd never really asked him specifically for anything. And when I asked him for that, he gave us two jackpots. So we had to fill out tax form. We had to claim it on our taxes. It's okay. We'll do that. But it just showed me that there's power out there, folks, that if you place the gods on your altar, if you work with them, they are real. They hear us. They listen to us. It behooves us to pay attention to our dreams mm -hmm. and to see what they have to offer us and to listen when they make an offering, when they say what they're going to do something for us. It was to, and we had the money. We have the money in our pockets to show for it. We have the picture. We're going to show you the pictures of both jackpots. It was just amazing. It was probably one of the most amazing things. And I've seen some amazing things. This was one of the most amazing things I have ever seen in my entire life. It was incredible. And remember, if you have the gods on your altar, don't forget to ask for something. Now, we have a lot of different gods and deities on our altar. 
and some of them we ask for specific things and but most of them we just do a, a general uh, blessing and offering to all the gods but if you ask them for something specific to a specific god you should pay close attention to your dreams and you should also have the things specific in your mind that you want so that they can bless you with that that item that thing that you're looking for it was the first time that i had worn the abraxas ring to a casino and he is a, an entity a deity that loves gambling hmm. and after that i realized that i had a, another connection with the deity that i had never met personally but now i have met him personally mm-hmm. so it's just to me i'm still you know in shock and glowing with that and uh, there was another revelation with the Abraxas as well. <laughs> so you know me. You know us. I looked up Abraxas. I've looked up Abraxas a whole number of times, but this time I looked up Abraxas and Toth in the Google, in the Google search. And I found out that Abraxas and the god Toth are the same being. Mm-hmm. That Abraxas is the oldest form uh, of Toth in Egypt. He was actually worshipped as Abraxas before he, before he was worshipped as Toth. He was later worshipped as Hermes, but that is the same being. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. No, we didn't. Did not know that. I didn't know that Abraxas had any connection at all to the Toth lineage. found out that he probably started the lineage. Probably. I did not know that. So any... you met another form of yourself. Oh, <sighs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it was deep. It was very deep. It's still deep. That was very deep. I just, I can't say I couldn't believe it because there it was right there in front of my face. Well, we have a show about reincarnation and uh, there are some people out there that don't really know what reincarnation is. And there's uh, several religions that don't believe in reincarnation and then there's a lot of them that do. Uh, But the basic definition of reincarnation is the belief that the spirit of a dead person returns to life in another body or form, generally through the process of birth uh, to a mother or father. And that person's soul continues on its journey uh, when they come back. Uh, Most of the time they don't have any recollection of who they were in the past life, but there are many, many children who have that recollection of who they were and um, most of the time, if parents don't stop them from telling the story, they can tell you a lot about who they were. Uh, but because we are in the Western world, and a lot of people don't believe in reincarnation, that when the children start telling their parents about who they used to be, the parents shut them down and say, don't say things like that and make them not believe that that's who they were. But a lot, a lot of studies have been done on reincarnation, a lot of books uh, by a lot of different professors, and a lot of the world, most of the world actually believes in reincarnation. So we're going to talk about that, but I believe we have two people on the line already. So before we get into our conversation about reincarnation, let's go ahead and take Tammy from Colorado. Tammy, are you still on the line? I am still on the line after that awesome story. Congratulations. Thank you. It was yeah. awesome. It was really awesome. Hi, Tammy. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Congrats. That's great. Thank you. What can we um, do for you? So I do have a couple of quick questions. I find it was it beyond awesome, Tammy. It was just fantastic. 
to have a I'm, God I'm give you money from the future? I'm oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> That's great, and I, I mean, I find it so intriguing that you didn't know the connection to Dijon to your toast. And so, what about a book of just all different gods and and what they and angels and what they um, are most inclined to help us with because if we can't remember then we don't know how to interact with them i'll take it under advisement tammy <laughs> just just a thought just a thought <laughs> just a thought just a thought a future product just a, possibly possibly <laughs> just a thought um okay. so i find it intriguing when i'm dealing with people but mostly people that i know because it's you don't know exactly when there are new people to you as far as their behavior goes. Do you have advice about how to discern people's behavior, what is actually coming in from past lives and what is actually from this incarnation when you're dealing with them? Well, one thing that I want to be clear about is that anytime we meet somebody in this life, we meet somebody that we have already met in past lives. It is very difficult to meet a new person in this lifetime. If we just think about it for a moment, there are 7 billion people in the world. Just think about it. And the average person is going to meet in an average lifetime a few thousand people, if you're lucky. And that's if you travel and you have a, a job or a position that puts you in front of people. Otherwise, you're going to probably meet a few hundred people. Let's say you met 10,000 people in a lifetime. 10,000 people out of 7 billion means that you're more likely to be struck by lightning than to meet any one of those people. So every one of those people is somebody you were destined to meet that you have karma with, that you have known in other lifetimes. If you have sex with somebody, if you marry somebody, if you date somebody, that person you've had sex with and dated in a number of lifetimes. If you work with somebody, you've worked with that person before. If you have children, you have had family relationships with those people before. The more intimate the relationship, the less likely it is to occur by any sort of chance. When you contact with somebody, when you have contact with somebody in a lifetime, especially this lifetime, you've had contact with that person before. Every contact that is intimate, familiar, work-related is a past life contact. Okay, that's, that's good to know. So when you look for evidence of past life, every contact is a past life, and we're basically repeating ourselves in our behavior and our contact. The trick is, though, to remember more about what you're likely to do and what you have done. So we have to ask ourselves, who is this person? Why, where, where did I know them before? You are likely repeating your relationship in some way, shape, or form, it's just incumbent upon us to try to remember what we did and who that person is. I would also suggest, Tammy, that if it's a difficult relationship, more than likely you've been working on something together for quite some time, maybe many lifetimes together, and your soul is still trying to get it right. And maybe this is the lifetime that you'll actually do the thing that's necessary so you don't have to repeat it again with this person. So the lesson that you're needing to learn is probably triggered by this person that you're uh, in contact with that actually is a very difficult person for you to deal with. So you have to look at it that way. There's lessons in all things, but I think when you're dealing with someone like that, 
uh, that's a relationship that's been working very diligently on getting something right. Sure, and when you talk about the trick to being remembering, best way to do that is meditation, I'm assuming? Well, look at the elements of the interaction that you have with that person. Let's say you're married to a person. You've married that person hundreds of times before, most likely. Because out of all the people in the world, most of us are going to marry once or twice. Out of 7 billion people to pick one person to marry or two people to marry, you're more likely to be hit by a meteorite, heaven forbid. (laughs) So that person is somebody that destiny and karma led you to for a reason. Out of all the people you might date, out of all the people you might have sex with, out of all the people you might have intimate relationships with, we usually pick a person that we've married before. So we look for elements in the relationship that are recurrent. The way you argue is karmic. The way you use money in a relationship is, car- is karmic. The way- children or no children is karmic. Travel or no travel is karmic. All of it has to do with things you've done with that person before. Watch the repetitive elements. Watch the arguments that come up over and over. Watch the places that you go to over and over. Watch how the money issues come up over and over. All those things are related to karma. Anything that is repetitive is karmic. we got to take another break, um, but we thank you so much for calling and hope that call helped. Hope the questions helped, rather, and the answers helped. Yes, thank you. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll have more reincarnation talk with Mitch and Kathy live. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. The main focus of our spiritual work at Tybro is the evolution of consciousness. We perceive both astral and physical consciousness with our five senses. We see, hear, touch, taste, and smell with senses that convey information about the world to the mind. We rely on these senses for all of our information about the physical world. However, if an angel stood right next to you, most of us would never know it. The astral and physical senses can't tell you jack about the higher worlds. As a matter of fact, they attempt to convince you that anything higher than the physical world has no existence at all. Nothing could be further from the truth. The attunement to higher consciousness package is a new solution to this age-old problem. The attunements consist of 13 very specially crafted sounds. Each of these sounds work together over time to gently pull away layers of darkness that prevent us from perceiving and enjoying the higher levels of consciousness. These attunements are specially crafted to help your consciousness grow and expand. There is nothing else like them in the world. To get your attunements on a specially crafted flash drive, go to our website at www.tybro.com and look under Attunements. The attunements to higher consciousness at Tybro. Hi, this is Dr. Mitch Gibson of the Mitch and Kathy Show. I want to tell you about one of our new spiritual tools, the healing vessel. This vessel is one of our best-selling spiritual tools. We started offering this vessel last year, and frankly, we have not been able
Hi, this is Dr. Mitch Gibson of the Mitch and Kathy Show. I want to tell you about one of our new spiritual tools, the Healing Vessel. This vessel is one of our best-selling spiritual tools. We started offering this vessel last year, and frankly, we have not been able to keep it on the shelves. This vessel has the talisman of the Archangel Zythogen engraved into the body of the vessel. The Archangel Zythogen is a new angel to this planet, and his energies are focused on Hi, this is Dr. Mitch Gibson of the Mitch and Kathy Show. We have a powerful spiritual tool called the Miracle Prayer that I want to tell you about. The Miracle Prayer combines a number of advanced spiritual principles that work together to create a truly wonderful spiritual experience. For centuries, the power of this prayer has been hidden from the public. Now, this magnificent blessing is available to the lay public for the very first time. The Miracle Prayer may be used to protect the user and their loved ones, to sustain them in time of need, and to even comfort them in grief. By the combined powers of this prayer and applied concentration, the Miracle Prayer practitioners had the ability to get great blessings from our Creator. Tybro Publications is proud to offer this beautiful prayer, an invaluable spiritual tool for the low introductory price of $19.95. To order your copy, go to our website at www.tybro.com. That's tybro.com. And look under audio downloads. You can get the original Miracle Prayer, which contains the original power of this prayer, the special edition Miracle Prayer, which has enhanced tools and sound to help deepen the power of your prayer, and the Platinum Edition, which is our most advanced version of this prayer tool. Each of these versions of the Miracle Prayer are available now for $19.95. Go online and get your copy today www.tybro.com that's tybro.com and look under audio downloads for the miracle prayer thank you And we have Alicia on the line with a question you've been holding. Thank you so much for holding, Alicia, from New York. How are you, and how can we help you? Hi, Alicia. Good evening, Masters. It's Good evening. It's Anam Cara. Hello, Anam Cara. Hi. Hi. Hello, hello. It's so awesome to speak to you guys. <laughs> what can we okay, do so. today? My, my question is um, in regards to my immortal body. I've seen it. It pops up occasionally in a lot of my photos. And the teachings now are about immortality. And that's something I've dreamt about I've, I've, my, most of my life. And so my question is, how is that connected, and is there something that I can do to strengthen it? How is your immortal body connected to what? Immortality. And is, it, is, it, is that a way for me to tap into that? How is your immortal body connected to immortality? Yeah, and this, this how, how, what, what can I do to strengthen that connection, and, and, and is this too? 
we have, if I'm uh, discerning your question right, we have a number of bodies that we function in. We have a physical body that we're all aware of. We eat, sleep, drink, uh, and function in that body uh, while we're awake. Uh, and that's the one we're most familiar with. We have a dream body that we go to when we dream, and it functions separately than the physical body, though they are linked. The physical mm-hmm. body and the dream body uh, are linked in that you can remember your dreams. Sometimes when you're in your dreams, you feel those dreams physically. And we also have other bodies that are more long-lived. When you die, your physical body and your dream body are short-lived as well. They will pass away shortly after you do. But there are bodies that live for millions of years, and they're practically immortal. And you actually have some forms that are immortal. We can see those forms sometimes with our solar work. We can see them in our meditation. But what you've seen is a, a glimpse of your immortal body. It does live forever. So your connection with that is that in physical consciousness, it's difficult to connect with your immortal body, but believe me, it is there and they are real. So it's difficult but not impossible to connect in my physical body? Your physical body is already connected to your immortal body, except that your physical senses don't easily let you see your immortal form. They are already connected. And, and it, does it behoove me to strengthen that connection or not? I shouldn't be concerned with it. We are all connected to our immortal forms. It does improve and progress your spiritual growth if you connect with it consciously. It is certainly work that is worthwhile doing. It is the main focus of our spiritual work to connect, connect with our immortal forms. You've already seen the sun blinking, haven't you? I have. And that means that, well, just, just look at that phenomena for a moment. The sun blinks for you. Which means that there's something inside the sun that recognized you as a being. Separate from all the billions of beings, hundreds of billions of beings on the earth, bacteria, virus, fungi, trees, plants, animals, fish, whatever. It recognized you in particular by blinking. And you were able to record that. As a result, you were recognized as a divine, conscious, immortal soul. That means that there's an immortal part of you that recognized you consciously from the sun. That's what that means. That is, like, so magical. It's magical in part because it's real. It almost seems like something out of a fairy tale that you would have some part of you inside the sun. And we're taught that the sun is a hot place of gas and dust and heat uh, that's millions of degrees and nothing can live there. But obviously, we're not given the whole story about the consciousness and intelligence that the sun is capable of. And you saw that, you recorded it, you put it on Facebook. It's magical. It is practically impossible, but you did it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and in remembering and reconnecting with that, I started dreaming about Babylon, ancient Babylon, and, and, and feeling like I might be an adept from that time period, a solar adept from that time period. Mm-hmm. It and would say to me that you are a solar adept from that time period, except except now your memories, your energies are clouded by your physical consciousness. Doing the meditations, I would suggest if you don't already have it, get one of the supernatural attunements, the Buddha attunements or the attunement to consciousness would help you attune into your higher conscious brain waves that we mostly block out during the day. 
working with that, using it, helps bring back higher memories from other lifetimes and even sometimes future lifetimes. So I would suggest getting that, either the Supernatural Buddha Atumas or the Atumas to Consciousness. They're both on the Tybro website, T-Y-B-R-O. I actually have both of them. Then you can use them. I, the, higher, the higher conscious ones, I went through the cycle and I was thinking I should probably do it again now with yes, the art It's not something that you should start be, stop. You should continue to do that practice. Oh, once it's not, just yes. continue once one cycle is, is not all there is to it. I no. can keep repeating it. No. You continue to do the practice. That's right. Okay. I really that, enjoyed those. That will help you as far as your vibration, and it also will help you to tune into that immortal part of who you are. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, we got to take another break. If you want to call in and ask some questions, the phone number is 888-909-1050. If you just want to call in to listen and just enjoy the show, 832-999-1050. Also, the show will be archived on kcaaexpress.com. You are live with Mitch and Kathy. Thank you for joining us. Hi, this is Dr. Mitch Gibson of the Mitch and Kathy Show. We have a powerful spiritual tool called the Miracle Prayer that I want to tell you about. The Miracle Prayer combines a number of advanced spiritual principles that work together to create a truly wonderful spiritual experience. For centuries, the power of this prayer has been hidden from the public. Now, this magnificent blessing is available to the lay public for the very first time. The miracle prayer may be used to protect the user and their loved ones, to sustain them in time of need, and to even comfort them in grief. By the combined powers of this prayer and applied concentration, the miracle prayer practitioners have the ability to get great blessings from our Creator. Tybro Publications is proud to offer this beautiful prayer, an invaluable spiritual tool for the low introductory price of $19.95. To order your copy, go to our website at www.tybro.com, that's tybro.com, and look under audio downloads. You can get the original miracle prayer, which contains the original power of this prayer, the special edition Miracle Prayer, which has enhanced tools and sound to help deepen the power of your prayer, and the Platinum Edition, which is our most advanced version of this prayer tool. Each of these versions of the Miracle Prayer are available now for $19.95. Go online and get your copy today. www.tybro.com, that's tybro.com, and look under audio downloads for the Miracle Prayer. Thank you. The main focus of our spiritual work at Tybro is the evolution of consciousness. We perceive both astral and physical consciousness with our five senses. We see, hear, touch, taste, and smell with senses that convey information about the world to the mind. We rely on these senses for all of our information about the physical world. However, if an angel stood right next to you, most of us would never know it. The astral and physical senses can't tell you jack about the higher worlds. As a matter of fact, they attempt to convince you that anything higher than the physical world has no existence at all. Nothing could be further from the truth. 
The attunement to higher consciousness package is a new solution to this age-old problem. The attunements consist of 13 very specially crafted sounds. Each of these sounds work together over time to gently pull away layers of darkness that prevent us from perceiving and enjoying the higher levels of consciousness. These attunements are specially crafted to help your consciousness grow and expand. There is nothing else like them in the world. To get your attunements on a specially crafted flash drive, go to our website at www.tybro.com and look under Attunements. The Attunements to Higher Consciousness at Tybro is the most advanced consciousness attunement package available on our site. Get your copy today. back and I believe we have some more callers but we, we need to talk a, a few minutes about a couple of things before we get to the callers so we ask that you be patient and we'll get right to you. Um, let's talk about birthmarks because a lot of people are born with birthmarks but they don't really understand where they come from. We, um, we deal a lot with phenomena that the, the mainstream science doesn't like to touch. There are billions of people in the world that believe in reincarnation, and there are many cultures that have adopted practices to help mark and identify people from one life to the next. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a practice uh, where people will mark children or mark older people who have died in certain places, and then they'll watch people who are reborn to see if that mark shows up in the same place. Mm -hmm. And those marks uh, are called birthmarks. Now, we are familiar with them in the West. We kind of say, well, you got a birthmark, you were born with this. But people don't really ask why they're born with birthmarks. Mm -hmm. Well, this practice has been going on for thousands of years, where a child would be marked with usually soot from a, a burning pot or marked with a knife or marked with certain inks in certain places. And those marks will travel with that soul from one life to the next forever. 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 In many cultures, they look for a certain mark in a certain place because families usually have a way that they will mark a person to know that that person belongs to a specific family. But can't some people get birthmarks from, like, being shot? If you're shot, <laughs> it's going to leave a, a pretty significant well, hole in your body. Birthmarks can body. be intentional, mm -hmm. as we talked about, from family to family, but they can also be accidental. Mm -hmm. So if a person has what looks like a huge kind of bloody looking area but it's a birthmark in a certain part of the body that means you got shot you got shot, <laughs> you got shot somewhere I got shot last, last yeah, time you I was here were, you came into this world with a huge gaping looking wound over your thigh area mm -hmm. and it looks exactly like a healed gunshot wound yeah but it's shaped like the sun it's shaped like the sun but it looks like a healed wound yeah I think so and I probably shot me from my mouth <laughs> you got a beautiful mouth. No, I, I tend to run it sometimes, and so it probably shut me up. If you had been shot, say, 100 years ago, you probably wouldn't have lived through that wound. It's a huge wound. Mm. And there have been cases where people remember having been shot in another lifetime, and they have huge birthmarks in their head or huge birthmarks over their chest or birthmarks over the abdomen. Most of the time in, in most cultures, those would have been fatal wounds. Mm-hmm. So the soul has the 
ability to carry marks and transfer them to the body from one lifetime to the next. And that's uh, called transfer or transfer birthmarks, either accidental or intentional. And what about the marks that you can't see, that you might have had an illness or you might have been uh, crippled in one life, previous life, and wouldn't you come back into this life uh, potentially with that same thing again until... It's healed. One way to look at that is that a lot of times children are born with a crippling illness, mm-hmm. or they're born with a deformed leg, or they're born with what looks like uh, a burn uh, on a part of the body, and they just say it's a bad birthmark. Well, these are scars that have come from one life into another life. Also, illnesses, especially serious illnesses, tend to be recurrent mm-hmm. until we figure out how to stop the illness from one life to another. That illness is going to keep coming back. And if it's a fatal illness, it's something that has killed that person over and over and over. Now, this generally happens for souls who come right back into another body. Now, if they stayed in the spiritual world a little longer uh, to heal themselves or to go to a hospital in the spiritual world, then they can get rid of or heal themselves before they enter into another body. We have seen cases where people come back into the world from a physical death. We have seen cases where people came back in a month. Mm-hmm. We've also seen cases where people will take decades to come back. But on the average, it takes seven to ten years for a person to go from one life to another. It can be longer, it can be shorter, but on the average, people are going to take a few years to readjust themselves to the concept that they've transitioned get some physical help or emotional help in the, in the past life or in the between-life hospital state, and then come back into the world. Most people don't come back right away. People that rush their return usually are going to come back with severe or recurrent illnesses that can't be addressed easily by physical medicine. And a lot of times, if they come right back, it's for revenge purposes, generally. Right? Usually they have an agenda. They have an agenda. They have an agenda. Somebody, somebody did them wrong. Somebody did them wrong. Somebody shot them. You shot me, I'm going to get you back. <laughs> or somebody <laughs> that, or there's somebody, they died and they see a grandchild and they want to be back in that child's life, so they'll come back to somebody in the family. Or somebody that has money that mm-hmm. they don't want to leave, they want to come back and get right next to it. But it's usually some sort of agenda that helps a person come right back. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a, a gentleman who did a whole series of books on birthmarks and reincarnation? What was his name? Reincarnation and Biology is probably the greatest collection of scientifically mediated studies related to reincarnation ever done. It was a doctor by the name of Ian Stevenson. He was a professor of psychiatry at the University of Virginia. Um, He had a chair there, so he was very well respected for his work. But he did uh, two books that each book is over a thousand pages. So these were like encyclopedias documenting cases that he saw all over the world. A lot of them were in Asia because that continent uh, still reveres reincarnation. And in his studies, he found that there are signs that point to how you're going to reincarnate, where you're going to reincarnate, and how you can recognize a person from one life to the other. Well, one of the questions I know many people have is they don't have any recollection of any other lifetimes that they've had. Where would they go? Would they go to someone who's adept in uh, uh, regression, past lives, that are able to look into that person's uh, actus and see what their past lives were? 
It's five minutes till, so she's going to come on any moment and say we got to take a break. Mm-hmm. And we got three calls. We got three calls, and that's a ten-minute question. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we take one question before the break, and we'll get back to that question you just asked. Okay. Well, we're going to have Kyir from Atlanta, Mr. Love. You're on the line with Mitch and Kathy. What's your question today? Kaia from Atlanta. Kaia, I declare, I don't think he's still there. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, hello, there he hi, there he is. Hi. Hey, mother and father, how y'all doing? I love y'all. We doing love well. How are you, young man? Oh, very well, very well. This is the topic right here. We got to the uh, to the stars, but I wanted to ask about the relationships. Uh, you were talking, well, I just put both in one, and you can answer them at your discretion. You know, I have four joints. I have a, um, people who are double-jointed. Like, I don't have a scar, but I have these double-jointed thumbs. And so I was wondering, can, this, can it come through, like, appendages like that? Like, I don't have any physical ailments, and, you know, they work just like another finger, but it's just odd. You know, I don't find many people that have that extra joint. And then the other one was about the relationships where you were talking about, you know, sometimes lovers follow, follow one another through lifetimes. And there's no way that we could have just met. And how does that end? So let's say, finally, is it a time where you may have sex with a person? And that may be the end of the contract. And, like, like you never see them again in this lifetime or you break up with somebody. Um, how does that, how do you bring that to a healthy resolve? And what if it's a person that you're really attracted to? Like, I just recently met someone. I'm really attracted to them. I know that I know them from someplace. And they're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, what do you mean? What do you mean? But I don't want to get, like, too, you know, airy-fairy mystical on it. So those are my two questions. I appreciate Well, we'll take your double-jointed question first, and then we have to go to a commercial for the top of the hour. Um, There are specific tribes in Africa that have this double-jointed gene, uh, and it was renamed Marfan syndrome and Ehlers-Danlos syndrome when it was identified by Western doctors. And in this gene, uh, people have uh, very flexible joints, um, and because the connective tissue in the joints is weak, and this passes on other problems with it, and this there's a very certain uh, specific type of arthritis that comes with that, heart disease comes with that, sometimes strokes come with that. Uh, it actually runs in my family. Um, my niece and nephew both have that. Um, and they both, one of them actually had to have heart surgery to correct enlarged heart um, because of the Ehlers-Danlos and Marfan syndrome. But that's what that means. It's something that is passed along uh, through the genes physically. Lovers usually have a contract with each other when they come into the world to meet, have sex, and then part. That's the contract. Sometimes they will marry, but 99.9% of the time they don't. Most people don't meet a person, have sex, and marry them. Most of the time they meet, date, and move on. That's mm-hmm. the contract most of the time. It used to be that if you had sex with somebody, especially a woman, you had to marry them. That's not the case in most of the world anymore. Most people have a lot more freedom than that. Mm-hmm. Did that answer your question, Kair? Yes, yes. So, um, so like, well... I guess abusive relationships, maybe that's where that comes from. Maybe you weren't supposed to get married, and then you got married because you thought, well, I had sex with this person, or I had 
know, children would, I mean, with this person, and then we got married, but we shouldn't have, or we should have broke up, or maybe the better question is, how do you live happily, happily ever after? Well, hold, you're going to hold on the line, and we'll come back, and we'll answer your question, and then we'll get some of the other callers, and uh, we'll come back after the top of the hour. We're live with Mitch and Kathy. Thank you, Dean. You're listening to KCAA, Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation. I'm Tom Busby, CNBC Radio. Small business owner optimism fell to a two-year low in February, according to the latest monthly outlook from the National Federation of Independent Business. Plans for spending and hiring got a little weaker, as did growth in sales with a lot of owners blaming the current political climate. Stocks snapping a five-day winning streak today on weaker-than-forecast trade data out of China and a drop in the price of oil. The Dow down 110 points, the Nasdaq lower by 59, and oil at 36.50 a barrel. After the bell, cereal giant General Mills raising its shareholder dividend. Shares of retailer Urban Outfitters shot up 16% today after saying it won't have to mark down its clothes so much this spring. And Home Depot says it'll pay $13 million to cover losses suffered by tens of millions of customers who had their credit card data stolen in a 2014 data breach. It'll also pay for a year and a half of identity protection services. Tom Busby, CNBC. The following is a message from the Bud Light Party. There are almost 19 million people in the greater Los Angeles area, and every single one of them is driving on the 405 right now. Why is the 405 so bad? What makes the 405 so special? What is the 405 trying to hide? The Bud Light Party demands answers. This message approved by the Bud Light Party. Raise one to right now. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, AB, St. Louis, Missouri. Spend 24 bucks right now at Napa, and you can get a free Napa Chase Elliott racing cap. Buy 24 bucks of oil, get a free cap. Buy 24 bucks of headlamps, get a free cap. Buy 24 bucks worth of pine tree scented air fresheners. Well, we won't ask you why you need 24 bucks worth of air fresheners. We'll just hand you a free Napa Chase Elliott racing cap. That's Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last, offer expires 331.16. KCAA. A Touch of Brass, a distributor of kitchen and bath fixtures, is seeking an internal auditor for its Chino, California office. Job duties include managing company financial documents, developing company budgets and protocols to reduce waste, and analyzing and reviewing business trends to forecast future revenues and expenses. A bachelor's degree in accounting is required. Mail resumes to HR. 13832 Magnolia Avenue, Chino, California, 91710. Risco Automotive Repair Incorporated in Riverside reminds us each year over 1 million children suffer from child abuse. The pain inflicted on them stays with them their entire lives. If anyone you know needs help, call your local authorities now. This message from Risco Automotive Repair Incorporated in Riverside, celebrating decades of dedication and expertise, leaders in both business and our community. Stop in where Superman Mike and the whole gang remind us the children are our future. And that's a future worth protecting. 
Good afternoon. It is 4.03. More Mission Kathy lined up right after the news here on KCAA, 10.50 a.m. And 106.5 FM authorities continue their hunt for a man wanted for questioning in the murders of four men in Kansas City, Kansas last night. The truck belonging to Pablo Serrano Vitorino was found abandoned on eastbound Interstate 70 in Montgomery County, Missouri this morning. Police say another man found dead in the New Florence area could be a fifth victim. And here at home, the man shot at a house party in Temescal Valley Valley, and then driven to Corona Hospital by an acquaintance Sunday was a 23-year-old San Bernardino resident, according to Riverside County Coroner's Office. His name is being withheld at the request of law enforcement. Homicide detectives are taking every precaution necessary to solve the case as the shooter remains at large. And checking out Inland Empire, weather, it's going to be mostly sunny once again tomorrow with a high of about 76 degrees. And overnight lows tonight about 42, cooling down after Thursday back around 69 and then uh, even cooler on Saturday with a chance of rain by then. Checking out your drive through Corona, an accident has cleared. That is good news. 91 westbound right before the 71, but still traffic is stop and go from the 15 through up. The 210 East is busy from Mountain to Citrus. The 10 East is stop and go from the 71 to Cherry. And the 60 East slow and go from the 71 to Millican. Through Fontana at 15 northbound between Sierra all the way up to Glen Helen Parkway. That's a bit busy for you. Through Ontario, the 15 South busy in pockets from the 10 to Cajalco and the northbound side. Slow from the 60 to Foothill. And then through Moreno Valley, 215 northbound is a little bit busy between Alessandro and Eastridge Avenue. And the 60 East is also stop and go from Pedley to the 215. This traffic report is brought to you by Party Homes Last Chance Event. It's Party's Last Chance Event. Save thousands on the final homes in five neighborhoods in Beaumont and Lake Elsinore. Now through March 20th, visit partyhomes.com slash last chance. Equal opportunity housing builder. That's very latest with news, weather, and traffic on the station that leaves no listener behind KCAA 1050 AM and 106.5 FM with more Mitch and Kathy. You are back with Mitch and Kathy. Kair, are you still on the line? Okay. So your question was about lovers and the contract between people. How do you end up happily ever after? We are in the most powerful time in all of our lifetimes right now today. A lot of people don't realize that. If you have a recurrent pattern in your life today, that is the most important thing you've been trying to work on in all your past lives. Mm -hmm. If you have trouble finding a relationship, you had trouble finding relationships for many lifetimes. If you go from person to person, that's a pattern you've had for thousands of years. It didn't just start this lifetime. You've had that pattern a long time. So in this moment, when you're consciously aware of this pattern, you have the best opportunity you have to break it in all your lifetimes. And this is something that you certainly can work on and overcome. Because if you look at all the relationships that you are in or have been in, the one thing that is missing is that connection that you're looking for in that other person. And I I was going to, and in fact I will probably later on on Facebook put up something about embracing 
your disappointments. And a lot of the times in your relationship, you're disappointed that the person is not giving you back what you're giving out. And I think that's what they want you to look at. They want you to look at whatever that thing is and makes it so that you can't be with that person. It's that love forever after is missing and you're trying to figure out, well, how can I get that? You're only going to get that when you come to the terms of why you keep running to the same problem with everybody. There's only one constant in all those relationships and that's you. Sometimes we decide to be players. Sometimes we decide that it's okay to go from one person to another. And in point of fact, we've probably done that thousands of years. And as a result, we can build up a huge list of people that we contact that we have sex with. And the more people you have sex with in a lifetime, is it means that you've had people, you've had sex with these people for hundreds of years. You know these folks, they know you. And the decision that you haven't made is to stop playing and start being married. That's the decision. In your moment of power today, right now, you can make that choice. That I'm going to stop playing, that I'm going to stop being uh, the person that goes from place to place, and I'm going to be a married person. You can make that choice. And the universe will change around you. But if you're not making that choice, the universe will continue treating you the way that you've asked to be treated for thousands of years. And point of fact, going from person to person. The universe waits on us to accept the power of the moment and make a choice. Mm-hmm. I hope that answers your question, Kair. Well, I need to put your shades on because I'm smiling so big. I'm like glaring. The light on my teeth is glaring right now. I'm smiling so big. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> We got some other calls to get to. We appreciate you calling in. We love you, guy. Love you, too. See you in Atlanta. Okay. Take care. I think we have Crystal. Crystal from Peoria. You're still on the line, I hope. Hello. Greetings, Master Teachers. How are you? Hello, Crystal from Peoria. Uh, And congratulations on your recent fortune. Thank Um, you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, I felt that awesome through the phone when you said it. Yes. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> My question we help you today, is Crystal? connected with um, reincarnation and mental illness. The chances okay. are of a previous incarnation having a mental illness and reincarnating again. Um, what causes the previous um, incarnations linked with mental illness? That's my question. Well, when we look at a physical form, we're actually looking at several different bodies inside of one. One is the physical body that eats, sleeps, and breathes that we're familiar with, but another is an energetic form that carries memories and information from one lifetime to another. We have physical DNA that is in Mm -hmm. the physical body, but we also have energetic DNA that travels with us. It carries birthmarks. It carries physical traits. You can, if you look at some of the pictures we put up, People look a lot like themselves from one lifetime to the next. Mm -hmm. It also carries information about health, behaviors, and illness. So if you have an illness in one lifetime, you're going to carry that illness from one lifetime to the next unless you specifically address the energy of that illness in this lifetime. Okay, so addressing the energy. So if if it's not addressed, it's more than likely a person can just reincarnate again with that same... Um, challenge um, mentally, basically. That's right. 
That's right. They usually reincarnate over and over until the energy of the illness is addressed. Not the physical symptoms, but the energetic symptoms. They have to be addressed. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. So it doesn't even matter if, well, to some extent, how some people are, like, um, probably drug-induced, or you hear people say somebody put something they drink and it brings on a psychotic episode or something. If it's that there, is inside trauma them waiting to trigger it or something. It's inside them waiting to be triggered by something. It can be okay. a drink, it can be a trauma, it can be just a certain age, but usually it's triggered by something. Okay. Okay. You're thinking about well, thank somebody you. in particular, aren't you? Yes, you know I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I can yeah. hear it. Yeah. I'm always thinking about... Um, other people and just different things that I see and I can feel it and just my heart just goes out. I just wonder, like, how can we um, help this situation to not happen in the next lifetime? What I mean, what are the things that can be done? Well, that's why we spend so much time creating healing tools. Yeah. A lot of people look at the healing tools that we put out and say, ah, I don't need that. But then they know either themselves or other people that are suffering. And they say, well, if they just take the medicine, they eat better, that's not going to cure anything. Mm -hmm. you got to work on the energetic component of the illness. And that's why we put out so many different healing tools. Less than 5% of our clients have bought anything from us, including healing tools. If you work with the tools, you see all the stories of where the stuff works, it really works. Take the time, read about it. Identify something you want to work with, and then go at the energy of it. That's how you deal with it. That's how you get mm -hmm. rid of it. So you can do it for them if they're unable to do it for themselves. Uh, so if you thinking of someone in particular, and yeah. they're not able to do this for themselves, then you can do that for them. And that will help erase a lot of that negative energy that's around them that's causing it. We just released a tool called the Remote Healing Card that has, one of them has a mental nervous uh, specificity energy in it. So you can use that card to help people with mental nervous conditions, and you can do wonders for them, but you have to focus and you have to practice working okay. on them. And you can do okay, it remotely. thank you. You can do it remotely, so they don't have to be wherever you are. You can do it from a distance. Yeah. Now you have a way yeah, to make like a difference. I like that idea, too. Okay, well... Well, thank you. That was my, my burning question, and I got through and it asked it. So. Okay. Yay. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Yay. You, Hope to hear from you again in the future. <laughs> Absolutely. She, she's right, asking a, a question that a lot of people have uh, curiosity about. Why do we carry stuff from one lifetime to, to another? Mm -hmm. the, the process of carrying something from one lifetime to another has to do with the energetic part of the body. Mm -hmm. The energy that helps you move your arms and legs, that gives you thoughts, um, that heals a body when it's sick, that energy goes with us from one lifetime to another. Mm -hmm. The things that we do in one lifetime are carried behaviorally, energetically, emotionally, physically by this energy. And so she made the observation, well, why do we carry these things? Because we not only carry the physical form, we carry the energetic form with us. Mm -hmm. I believe we're getting ready to come up on a break. But, uh, Shauna, if you're still there, we're going to take your call when we come back. And you are live with Bitch and Kathy, and we'll be right back with you. Hi, 
This is Dr. Mitch Gibson of the Mitch and Kathy Show. I want to tell you about one of our new spiritual tools, the Healing Vessel. This vessel is one of our best-selling spiritual tools. We started offering this vessel last year, and frankly, we have not been able to keep it on the shelves. This vessel has the talisman of the Archangel Zythogen engraved into the body of the vessel. The Archangel Zythogen is a new angel to this planet, and his energies are focused on healing and restoration of the soul itself. Any liquid poured into this vessel will be charged with healing, recharging, and life-enhancing energy for your soul. You may add soup, water, energy drinks, or any other consumable product to this vessel. The cup is detachable and charged with energy as well. The charge is permanent, and you may give these items as presents. Anyone who is sick, in need of healing power, or extra energy from the celestial world may use this vessel. There are no prayers, mantras, or enchantments necessary for charging the vessel. Pour your consumables into the container, wait for one minute, and you're ready to go. We have made the price low so that the item is more accessible to large numbers of our followers and those in need. The healing vessel will continually recharge itself, and there is no need for prayer or ritual work to recharge it. To get your vessel, go to our website at www.tybro.com. That's tybro.com and look under Healing Vessel. Supplies are limited, so go there today and get yours. Go to tybro.com and look under Healing Vessels. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Kathy Gibson from the Mitch and Kathy Show. Have you ever wondered why things are not going right for you in your life? The desire to be happy is a large part of why we go through life each day. We want to laugh, to sing, and to feel good at the end of the day. Happiness is an art. If you wish to practice this art, you must first decide that it is something that you want. People that choose to be happy will wake up to a day filled with smiles and joy and laughter. If they are lucky, they will remember that day, focus on its high points, and strive to repeat it. The nine insights for a happy and successful life emerge from our own lifelong desire to help thousands of people find happiness. Happiness is a gift that we bestow upon ourselves. This book outlines two main themes that will guide you on the road to happiness. The first explores methods that will help you discover the secret inner joy that already hides within you. The second explores powerful and effective methods that will help you remove the chaos and obstacles that prevent you from feeling joy. Success and happiness travel together on the road to joy. Get your copy of Nine Insights for a Happy and Successful Life today on our website at www.tybro.com and look under the book section and listen to The Mitch and Kathy Show every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on KCAA AM Radio. See you there. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I think Shauna's the next caller. Let's go ahead and take that. Shauna from Florida, you're live with Mitch and Kathy. Thank you for holding. You're on the air with us. How are you? Hi, Masters. 
How are Hi, you guys? Hi, Shauna. Long oh time. This feels so good right now. Feels so good to speak to you guys live. Oh it's my wonderful goodness. to How hear your you voice again. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. So I was inspired by your story. Um, and I've kind of had this question for a couple of years now, and I hope you don't get offended. I just want to know, um, why were we told about a specific spiritual parent that that's, um, I don't know. Okay. Let me rephrase this because I'm too excited. Why were we told about a specific spiritual parent instead of like their older version? Like I was told two of my parents were Venus and Juno, but I've, I've seen Venus as Oshun personally, and I know that the older version of Juno is Satet. So I was just wondering why we were told about the other ones as opposed to the other ones, <laughs> if that well, makes any sense. Generally, uh, we connect with the ones that are closest to us as far as their incarnation uh, for our our ability to connect with them and be able to understand their communication with us. The older versions of those deities, uh-huh. it takes a, it takes a little longer for you to have that energy. Uh-huh. Like like we said, uh, uh, uh-huh. Master Gibson just learned about his right. Abraxas self, and he's right. been doing this for about fifty years. So it takes time, and, and like I said in one of my posts uh, a year ago. Uh, Medicine Buddha, I know that Medicine Buddha wants to communicate with me, but my energy is just not there yet. So I know it's going to take a little bit more time, a little bit more evolution. So you're told about a specific parent because that's the one that you have the best probability of communicating with because of where your energy is. And it's it's a great deal like the unfolding of a flower. A flower doesn't unfold all at once. Each petal takes its time in revealing itself to the world. So the concepts around your spiritual parents take time. When your consciousness is ready to meet one, you will meet one. <clears throat> but you have to start somewhere, and that's why we pick one and we start you there. Others may mm-hmm. appear to you, but that depends on your consciousness, where you open to. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank so you. Welcome. How's Chris? <laughs> I'm going to go pick him up at the airport in, like, 50 minutes. Okay, give him a big hug for us. Yes, please. Yes, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Love you too. Okay. Bye. All right, I think we have uh, another caller, Affy from New York. You still on the line? Yes, I. Yes, I am. Hi, mother. Hi, father, master, and hi. How y'all doing? We're great. We're really great because we we had an awesome time on vacation. Look, I'm I'm so glad y'all got some rest and re- relaxation in, and y'all got some money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got some money <laughs> and some epic orange epic. chicken. Epic, epic <laughs> orange chicken. <laughs> Father, listen. Before I ask my question, I just want to say thank you. I saw two of you last night, so thank you. <laughs> And I'm not going to ask questions. I'm I'm learning. I'm not going to ask about it. I'm learning to allow allow the things to unfold. So just I honor you and I thank you and thank you, Mother, 
for the Shekinah invocation. It's a life changer. Mom, Mama, you're doing your thing. I, I just have Thank to say you. you're doing your thing. So. Thank you. But, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the question that I have, um, and I've been wanting to ask it for years, um, Matthew, the day we met uh, about eight years ago, you said something to me about my eldest. You said that she is a very old soul and that she's here to teach me how to love myself. And I've been sitting with that for years, and it kind of deepens every so often. Can the question that my heart is racing to ask you is can a soul be reincarnated through itself? Can my ch- can can your child be you? Be can you be reborn through yourself? At the same time that you're here? Yeah. In this lifetime is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, there was a movie that came out um, called Little Buddha. You remember that movie? I've never seen it. Okay, um, it's a great movie. And the movie is about the search for the reincarnation of a specific llama. And the llama was supposed to take a position of leadership in a specific sect in Tibet. Well, the people that were searching for him found that this llama had been reborn in three different places at three different times. Same person, three different bodies. Mm -hmm. So yes, it is possible for your soul to be reborn in parts. So it is indeed possible that you could be your own child or your own parent. That has happened before. Okay. Okay. That's a great question. Great question. And it has happened and has been documented. So the soul has the ability to multiply itself and reincarnate itself in different places. So you can be your own brother, your own sister, your own parent. You can even marry yourself without knowing it. Oh, wow. And that's different than having, like, our spiritual brothers and sisters and and so forth. No, they they are your spiritual brothers and sisters, but they're also the same as you. (laughs) <laughs> I love you so much So if you see somebody that kind of looks like you uh, Don't have cheering with them Because those children might end up as part of a stump <laughs> Master, we all look alike Did you see Shelly Rowe and Robert Lorenzo? Father, mother, we all look alike. I don't know if we've always looked alike or if we're all starting to look alike, but (laughs) we Mm. we all look like each other nowadays. (laughs) Okay. So we just, I'm just going to sit with this and I, and I just love y'all so very much. I, I truly do. And I thank you for your light and love and your time and devotion. Thank you. Fantastic question. Fantastic question. Well, thank you so much. Yes, and, uh, yes, ma'am. Talk to y'all later. I'll see y'all soon, soon for okay. another paradosis. I hope I survive it. I'm still in recovery, I don't think uh, we're going to have to see if there's any more calls after, but we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for calling in. All right. Love you. Love you, too. Uh, I don't know if we have another okay. caller. Uh, Let's talk about how to recognize memories from past lives. How do you know 
when you're dealing with something that's from a past life? How do you know? Um, there's a there's a lot of people who want to know the answer to that. Well, let's question. let's talk about that for a minute. Then we'll take a break. Yeah. Past life memories come up actually very frequently during physical life. How do you recognize a memory that is from your present life versus one that's from your past life? I think that's a very important question we should answer. Mm -hmm. One is evident through changes in your dreams. Mm -hmm. The dreams that you have in color are dreams that are from past lives. Hmm. The dreams that you have in black and white usually are repetitive dreams that are working out stuff from the day in your present physical life or from uh, emotional concepts and energies that you're trying to work through, but your color dreams pay very close attention to. Those are the dreams that are bleed through some other lifetimes. That, that also pertains to visions or uh, just dreams? Dreams, dreams in particular. Dreams in particular. Visions are related to future lifetimes. Future, future lifetimes. Future and communications from the future. Hmm. Black and white dreams usually relate to present-day issues, but your color dreams are bleed-throughs from past lifetimes. If you recognize most of your dreams, most of your dreams, most of our dreams are kind of washed out. Mm -hmm. The colors are muted, if there's any color at all. But bright, vivid dreams, those are past life bleed-through dreams. That's very good to know. And if you see, most of the time in your dreams, we don't say very much. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of, there's some talking, but not a lot of talking. But if you see people talking in your dreams in bright color, those are past life memories that have bled through and gotten past the censorship that goes from one life to another. And you're actually experiencing a memory in dream form from another lifetime. Vivid color, loud voices in your dream, those are past life memories. So what's the difference between those memories and a deja vu then? Well, deja vu is another experience where something from your past life that you did is trying to reassert itself as a memory while you were awake. Mm -hmm. In deja vu, we say, I've done this before. I've been here before. Something from your past life is trying to let you know that you've done something very similar before. You can look at a building, usually a voice. It's something usually just not very consequential that triggers the memory, but it's trying to let you be aware of something that you've done in another lifetime. And that usually manifests as a deja vu experience. Well, when we come back, I want to continue with that because I have a question for you concerning deja vu. And I have a question for you concerning deja vu. Okay, great. So okay. We're going to... <laughs> How about that? <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Mitchell Cat. Hi, this is Kathy Gibson from The Mitch and Kathy Show. Have you ever wondered why things are not going right for you in your life? The desire to be happy is a large part of why we go through life each day. We want to laugh, to sing, and to feel good at the end of the day. Happiness is an art. If you wish to practice this art, you must first decide that it is something that you want. People that choose to be happy will wake up to a day filled with smiles and joy and laughter. If they are lucky, they will remember that day, focus on its high points, and strive to repeat it. The nine insights for a happy and successful life emerge from our own lifelong desire to help thousands of people find happiness. 
Happiness is a gift that we bestow upon ourselves. This book outlines two main themes that will guide you on the road to happiness. The first explores methods that will help you discover the secret inner joy that already hides within you. The second explores powerful and effective methods that will help you remove the chaos and obstacles that prevent you from feeling joy. Success and happiness travel together on the road to joy. Get your copy of Nine Insights for a Happy and Successful Life today on our website at www.tybro.com and look under the book section and listen to The Mitch and Kathy Show every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on KCAA AM Radio. See you there. The main focus of our spiritual work at Tybro is the evolution of consciousness. We perceive both astral and physical consciousness with our five senses. We see, hear, touch, taste, and smell with senses that convey information about the world to the mind. We rely on these senses for all of our information about the physical world. However, if an angel stood right next to you, most of us would never know it. The astral and physical senses can't tell you jack about the higher worlds. As a matter of fact, they attempt to convince you that anything higher than the physical world has no existence at all. Nothing could be further from the truth. The attunement to higher consciousness package is a new solution to this age-old problem. The attunements consist of 13 very specially crafted sounds. Each of these sounds work together over time to gently pull away layers of darkness that prevent us from perceiving and enjoying the higher levels of consciousness. These attunements are specially crafted to help your consciousness grow and expand. There is nothing else like them in the world. To get your attunements on a specially crafted flash drive, go to our website at www.tybro.com and look under Attunements. The Attunements to Higher Consciousness at Tybro is the most advanced consciousness attunement package available on our site. Get your copy today. but we want to answer I want to ask you that question I'll let you ask me one of your questions uh, where you left off on deja vu if this light is on uh, a DVD and this DVD has say unlimited number of chapters in the DVD and we want to go to say chapter our consciousness right now is focused on chapter 30 but on since the DVD is already complete and something happens in chapter 60 when that bleeds through into your consciousness is that also where deja vu come from from a future thing and it feels like you've already done it yeah the what you're talking about is the concept that our, all of our lifetimes are already planned mm -hmm. and already lived out essentially and past lives are already being lived as we speak mm -hmm. that they are not over essentially right. they are part of a process that can be brought back and you can actually affect change in your past if you are aware of your past lives and work with them 
You can also affect, as we showed with me meeting a god of Braxis. He mm -hmm. showed that he could interact with the past in what was my future. Mm -hmm. So there are events that are planned and there are events that are stored in our consciousness in what we call the actus region of the soul. Mm -hmm. These events are part of our experience, whether they be past, present, or future. There is no difference in the actus. All events are simultaneous. Mm -hmm. The thing that makes an event happen is the cho choosing of the event. Mm -hmm. So that's where choice comes in. So my question for you is, have you ever had a deja vu experience? I've had several deja vu experiences uh, in this 55 years of living. And um, I think that the one that was the most uh, prominent was one that actually helped to change and put me on the course that we're currently on. Uh, I have a memory of me and you doing something in our future. And um, we're getting there, but we're not quite there yet. But I had the understanding that you and I are much more than just husband and wife, uh, best friends, and business partners. We are uh, avatars who are here on earth to do a specific job and we are doing that but we haven't gotten to the point where we're going to be in the future uh, deja vu that I've seen. So before. you looked ahead on the record and you saw something that we're supposed to be doing but mm -hmm. we're headed toward but we're not there yet. That's right. So that gives me something to look forward to. Interesting. Because it's pretty major. When you saw this thing that we are doing was it something that you recognized or was something surprising to you? Or? Very. Uh, the things that we were able to do was just uh, remarkable. Hmm. Like what? I don't want to say at this moment. Don't want to say? No. Because I'd be scared? Not that you would be scared, but I don't want to say right now what we're going to be able to do. Okay. Then that sounds like a good time to take our next call. <laughs> <laughs> I can accept that. I trust you. Okay. Uh, I believe Vic from Ohio, you are on the air with Mitch and Kathy. What can we do for you? Vic, you're on the air with Mitch and Kathy. Vic going once. Vic going twice. You're on the air with Mitch and Kathy. One more time with Vic. Aww. Oh, Vic. He didn't hang on the line. Okay. Okay, well, I believe we have uh, Linnell from Brooklyn. Are you still there? Are you still on the line? You're live with Mitch and Kathy. Hello? I'm wondering what's going on with the lines, producer. Um, I guess they decided they just wanted to listen in on the show. If you want to call in... The call-in number is 888-909-1050. That's if you call in, you have a question. Or if you want to call in, just to listen. 83 hello? 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 Yes, hello? Is this, is this Vic? No, this is Lamar. Well, hello there. How are you? Hey, I, hey, I'm doing great. How you doing? Good. What's your question today? Thank you for joining us. You're live with Mitch and Kathy on the air. What is your question today, young man? Hey, thank you for your show, man. It's a pretty much a great show. Actually, a friend referred me to the show, and it could, this couldn't have been any better time for me to get on the show because pretty much I just 
started on a new journey, pretty much being more conscious, being more aware of my surroundings, and starting to pay attention more to my dream. I have this okay. friend that I've known for about four years, but pretty much we just, we never really met physically, pretty much it's just social media, and we pretty much connected on a lot of different levels as far as, you know, finance, business mentality, business, everything else, we've been connected, and I've, once I started the spiritual journey, and I realized that she has chosen the same path as well to be more spiritual, being more conscious, but I don't know what was going on. It's like I started having a whole lot of dreams about her. Like she just kept popping up in my dream. And when I say them dreams feel so real, and sometimes I wake up and I be puzzled. One of the most craziest dreams I had is she came and got me, and she told me, "Come on, let's go." She said, "Hey, look, I'm here to I'm here to get you. Just pack your stuff up." And let's go. I feel where we're going. She said, just, just come on, let's go. But when she took me, it's like we walk into this airport, but instead of being regular aisles for, you know, for the gates for a different plane, we was actually going through different countries. And I'm looking around, I'm like, oh, my God, this is India. This is China. And when I wake up, as I wake up, I text her. I say, hey, what's going on? Stay out of my dream to let her know that I was just dreaming about you. And she said the same thing, like, hey, you was just in my dream, too. And I still couldn't make any understanding, like, what was that about? Like, I couldn't really break it down. So I'm just trying to find out exactly what's the best way to understand that. Because, like I said, from when we both started on a spiritual path and understanding certain things, she's just been popping up in my dream. And vice versa, I've been popping up in her dream as well. It means that you've been together for a number of lifetimes. When a person or people become linked through dreams, it means that they've shared an extraordinarily high number of lifetimes so that your consciousness is now linked to that person. Sometimes you can travel to the same places and meet that person. Sometimes you can go from one part of your life to another and that person will still be there. It's because you are linked in energy and consciousness to that person through an extraordinarily high number of lifetimes. In, in other words, you might have had as many as 90% of your lifetimes with that person. That's what that wow. means. But there's, there's nothing scary, right? I don't have to be afraid. Well, obviously, this is somebody you know very well. Unless you owe them money or they're out to hurt you, no reason to be scared. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you no, don't owe them anything. Like I said, it was just puzzling. Like, I don't know how that person just keep appearing in my dream. And like I said, it's not just one time. And it'd be because you're linked nights. to them because you've been like with them just... so many lifetimes. Now you are linked to them. Okay. Okay. So what we have okay, so and, we got to get to. And so I'm we sorry, really appreciate you calling in. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Oh, so we have other calls we need to get to. We thank you so much for calling in. I think that's it. Thank you so much, young Thank man. you. So uh, I don't know, is, is Vic still on the line? We're going to try and take that call, and then we're not going to have any more callers for the, the rest of the show. Uh, Vic, is he there? Vic's not there. Okay. He's not there. Okay. Okay, so we're going to not take any more calls, and we're just going to talk the rest of the show. Yeah. I think that would be good. Yeah. So, we've learned a lot today about reincarnation. Um, I know a lot of people in the West uh, have difficulty uh, with the concept of reincarnation, especially if you have a, a Christian religious background where you're taught to... Uh, you have this lifetime that you're living, and once you die, you're going to go to heaven or hell, and uh, that's it. And um, 
I know a lot of people still believe that. But I've noticed that, and I, I grew up uh, in a religious household. My father was a minister, and I've said that many times. But, uh, I have a different view of death now because of the things that I have learned and have experienced. Um, so I don't have the, the deep sadness that I used to have when someone dies because I know that it's just part of their journey and that they're going to either come back to this world or they're going to go into a, a, a different world. But they're not dead per se. They still live. Their soul still lives on. A good example of that was my mother. Yes. Tell them about what happened with your mother. My mother, God rest her soul, died about eight years ago, nine years this year. And when she died, she had lung problems. She had um, a hip repair. Uh, she had uh, asthma. And she was living with my sister Beverly right before she passed. Um, about two years ago, uh, through a long series of complicated events, my great niece had a child. And this child came in with hip problems. Mm -hmm. The child also had asthma, and the child had lung difficulties. And that child is also now living with my sister through a long series of complicated events. The child also looks exactly like my mother did at the same age. I mean, they are the spitting image of each other. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at her and I saw all the events surrounding her and the same sort of problem, I saw that this child was my mother reincarnated. I saw my mother the day that she died, and we buried her, but I have also seen her come back. So I have seen reincarnation proven to me by having seen it in my own family. That's incredible. But we also have a case that might be better known to people that I think people would be really, really interested about. Uh, we believe that Adele and Cass Elliot are the same soul. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to talk about that when we come back. But Adele, I think, is a reincarnation of a very famous singer who died in the 70s called Mama Cass Elliot. We're going to talk about that. Hi, this is Dr. Mitch Gibson of The Mitch and Kathy Show. We have a powerful spiritual tool called the Miracle Prayer that I want to tell you about. The Miracle Prayer combines a number of advanced spiritual principles that work together to create a truly wonderful spiritual experience. For centuries, the power of this prayer has been hidden from the public. Now, this magnificent blessing is available to the lay public for the very first time. The Miracle Prayer may be used to protect the user and their loved ones, to sustain them in time of need, and to even comfort them in grief. By the combined powers of this prayer and applied concentration, the Miracle Prayer practitioners had the ability to get great blessings from our Creator. Tybro Publications is proud to offer this beautiful prayer, an invaluable spiritual tool for the low introductory price of $19.95. To order your copy, go to our website at www.tybro.com. That's tybro.com and look under audio downloads. You can get the original Miracle Prayer, which contains the original power of this prayer, the special edition Miracle Prayer, which has enhanced tools and sound to help deepen the power of your prayer, and the Platinum Edition, which is our most advanced version of this prayer tool. Each of these versions of the Miracle Prayer are available now for $19.95. Go online and get your copy today, 
www.tybro.com, that's tybro.com, and look under audio downloads for the Miracle Prayer. Thank you. The main focus of our spiritual work at Tybro is the evolution of consciousness. We perceive both astral and physical consciousness with our five senses. We see, hear, touch, taste, and smell with senses that convey information about the world to the mind. We rely on these senses for all of our information about the physical world. However, if an angel stood right next to you, most of us would never know it. The astral and physical senses can't tell you jack about the higher worlds. As a matter of fact, they attempt to convince you that anything higher than the physical world has no existence at all. Nothing could be further from the truth. The attunement to higher consciousness package is a new solution to this age-old problem. The attunements consist of 13 very specially crafted sounds. Each of these sounds work together over time to gently pull away layers of darkness that prevent us from perceiving and enjoying the higher levels of consciousness. These attunements are specially crafted to help your consciousness grow and expand. There is nothing else like them in the world. To get your attunements on a specially crafted flash drive, go to our website at www.tybro.com and look under Attunements. The Attunements to Higher Consciousness at Tybro is the most advanced consciousness attunement package available on our site. Get your copy today. Um, well, there is a lot of famous people you can tell have been reincarnated by someone from the past. But the one that you want to talk about is Adele and, uh, was that Mother Cass? Mama Cass Elliot. When you, when you look at the two of them, they both have had, had a meteoric rise to fame. They both have sang before, sung before just huge audiences all over the world. Uh, they're both British. Mama Cass Elliot was a very famous singer who sang with the Mamas and the Papas in the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. and she passed uh, under some unusual circumstances in the early 70s. But when you look at Adele's life and Cass Elliot's life, they both have very a lot of similarities in their life. Mm-hmm. They're both very famous singers. There's a striking physical similarity to them. There's one picture of Adele that I found, uh, actually Mama Cass that I found, and she looks like a young Adele. I mean, they look almost like the same person. Obviously, they don't have the same parents. Uh, her voice is a little different in this lifetime. But I believe we're looking at the same soul. And there have been other people that have speculated that as well. We mm-hmm. found some, some brilliant bloggers that have posted the same thing. We think that we're looking at the same soul. Probably. Uh, the same could be said for uh, Holly Berry and Dorothy Dandridge. Oh, man. They, they were born, actually, in the same city. The same city. They look the same. They look the They're same. They're both actresses. It looks like Holly just got the Oscar. I mean, I think, uh, was she up? Dorothy Dandridge? Was Dorothy Dandridge was nominated, but she did she not did win not the win, Oscar. So she won this year, or that year that she won. So she got it right in this lifetime. But she still, they still had the same trouble and issues with men. And, and uh, so there's things that she still needs to work on. One, one image that we came up with of, of reincarnation was 
Orlando Bloom and this romantic painter from the uh, early uh, 1900s, 1800s, Nikolai Grigorescu. He looks, I mean, they look exactly alike. You know, Orlando Bloom is not an average looking person. He is gorgeous. The hair by itself you know, is fierce. <laughs> the, hair. <laughs> the hair is fierce, but that face... The mustache, and then you look at a picture from a hundred years before, mm-hmm. exactly the same person. Mm-hmm. This Nikolai was a painter. He was a person. I mean, TV and, and uh, radio hadn't been invented yet most of his life. Now, Lando was famous for being an actor, but you could say that both worked in pictures. Mm-hmm. One painted pictures, one acted in pictures. Mm-hmm. But they look exactly the same. That is, that is not a face that you could do with plastic surgery and get it that perfect. No. No, you couldn't. But Absolutely that, perfect. That brings up a great question, though. So a person uh, in a previous life is doing one thing, say they were an artist, and then they come into their new present life. Is that generally where a lot of the creative abilities come from, from one life to the next, that you, you're you here to complete something that you started in other lifetimes? Usually, from my experience, a soul will follow a theme. They will usually end up being... A, a person can follow a theme of being a criminal. Mm-hmm. They want to perfect being a criminal, unfortunately. <laughs> well, there's a, plenty of them. A person can follow a theme of being a banker. They want to perfect banking. Mm-hmm. A person can follow a theme of being homeless. They want to be the best they can be at being homeless. Some people... I've known people when I was young that had the aspiration of just traveling the world like a vagabond. That's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I've met some people when I was young, some girls who wanted to be dancers and prostitutes. Mm-hmm. That was their main goal in life was to dance on the pole and make money. Even when they were little girls, that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Some people come into the world knowing they want to be athletes or billionaires we, or doctors or lawyers or business people. We follow a theme from one life to another. Mm-hmm. And that theme is what drives us from one life to another. Is that also what brings us back? Yes, I believe that that theme that we follow can bring us back from one lifetime to another. Even if we're not aware initially of the theme, Mm -hmm. it can be something that brings us back over and over and over. So a person paying real close attention to their life will get some great insight onto what their soul has been working on. Absolutely. There's a, a great site called cnox.org that has some fantastic pictures of people who probably were the person that they're looking at. There's a beautiful picture of Jennifer Lawrence and an actress by the name of Zubeda Tharwat. Zubeda Tharwat um, was an actress from Egypt. But when you look at Jennifer Lawrence and you look at this woman, uh, they look exactly alike. They do look exactly alike. I mean, when you look at them... (sighs) Look at the eyes. They look exactly alike. And I think it's one of those cases where a soul was reborn to itself. Uh, Actually, Zubeda is still alive. Is she? She's still alive. But I think it's one of those cases where a soul was born in more than one place at a time. Mm -hmm. When you look at those two, they're both actresses. They look exactly like same height, same eye color, same hair, everything. I think it's a soul incarnated in two different places at two different points in time doing the same thing. Would that be part of a um, group soul? I think they are the same soul. 
Um, this the same soul. Zubeda was born in June 15, 1940. She's now 75 years old, 76 years old this year in Alexandria, Egypt. She was an actress from 1956 to 1987. Um, and she has done a lot of films from 56 to 81. She was also on stage. She was in television. And Jennifer Lawrence and this woman are living basically the same life. They look like the same person. They look like the same person. And I That's think it's true. because that soul, it, there was too much this soul wanted to do to be born in one person. Well, if you look at Jennifer Lawrence and what she's been able to accomplish in such a short period of time as an actress. She knew what she wanted to do when she came she back. She knew exactly what she wanted to do. She didn't just do. start acting this lifetime. Even if she doesn't know that that's what she wanted to do, she knew exactly that that's what she was Because that's where her gift is. I mean, this is a very young girl winning, winning Oscars. After Oscar, Oscar. After Oscar. Acting her butt off in difficult roles like it's nothing to her. I mm -hmm. think she was born knowing that she wanted to do that, and that part of her soul is already acting, had already acted in another country, in another, not a Hollywood setting at all, but still carrying out its craft. That is incredible. Truly when incredible. When you truly think about it, that is incredible, that you would, your soul would come do it twice, in the same lifetime. In the same lifetime. In the same lifetime, if, and it could be many more than just twice, but these are just the two that they know of that look exactly alike. So there's a lot to reincarnation that uh, is there for study, is there for you to take a closer look at who you are and why you're here. People are always looking for their purpose. Part of your purpose is to find out why you keep doing the same thing over and over again and that re the answer is until you your soul gets it right and then it's able to move forward to do something else. Uh, so when you're looking for your purpose, pay close attention to your life. The things that you're doing, the, the, the uh, lessons you keep repeating, because that's the one that you really have to get right. Because your soul has probably been working on that for quite some time. The concept of reincarnation can really enrich your life if you pay attention to your dreams, if you pay attention to your relationships. Every close relationship that you're in right now is somebody that you have known hundreds of years. It will, it will make you look at that person differently. It will make you see the, the inner significance of being with that person. When I met Kathy, I knew that I had known this person before. I knew that this is somebody I couldn't run from because I was a good runner. Yeah, he, was. <laughs> <laughs> he had on the tennis shoes, I, had, bad words I was everything. looking for a way to run, you know, within the first couple of months. But there was something about her eyes that I said, I know this person and I shouldn't run from this person. Though so I tried, I wanted to. And she pulled the Zohar on the, the garage trick and that did it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> uh, you don't have to do it again. I'm here for life. <laughs> but it, it really showed me that there was there was a different. I mean, I had dated my, my share, but, but when I looked into her eyes, I saw somebody that I knew, mm -hmm. and that was humbling to me to actually see that old connection revealing itself in this person that I had just met in this lifetime. Well, I think what happens a lot of time is that your perspective changes. When knowledge comes and wisdom comes into your life, it changes your perspective on things that are, have great significance. And that's why we're always telling you to pay attention to what's going on in your life because just your ch changed perspective can 
move your life into a, an area that will bring you a lot of joy and happiness and hopefully get you to uh, end this battle with this lesson that you're trying to learn while you're here so you can overcome it in this lifetime. We are so grateful that you stuck with us for two hours and uh, we love being on KCAA radio and we look forward to our show next week and we'll put up a topic in a few days on um, Facebook on what we're going to talk about but please continue to join us every Tuesday from 6 to 8 on KCAA radio. You're listening to KCAA, Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation. Busby, CNBC Radio. The Obama administration is proposing major changes in the way Medicare, the nation's largest...